sun-soaked beaches, and rockets to the stars. Florida's Space Coast is the subject of episode 114 of The Family Vacationer, and it starts right now. Welcome to The Family Vacationer with Rob and Danny. Rob and Danny. The go-to podcast for families on the move. Welcome, friends. I'm Rob. And I'm Danny, and this is episode 114 of The Family Vacationer. We're really glad to have you guys with us today. You know, last week we did an episode entitled Cruising 101. We gave you all kinds of great information on cruising on a modern cruise ship. So you'll definitely want to go back and give that episode a listen. Now, this week we're talking Florida's Space Coast. Now, this area has it all. They got the beautiful beaches, of course, one of the nation's busiest cruise ports, rocket launches that will really take your breath away, and so much more. And it's all 45 minutes from Orlando. Today's episode is sponsored by Beachside Hotel and Suites in Cocoa Beach. You can find them online at www.beachsidehotelcocobeach.com. So make sure and visit their website when you're visiting the area. 72 miles of coastline, the Kennedy Space Center, Brevard Zoo, the Indian River Lagoon. There is so much to see and do in this beautiful area. If you're a nature-loving family, the area around Port Canaveral is the perfect place to have or extend your vacation. The world's largest manatee and sea turtle habitats are close by with one of the world's most diverse ecosystems. There is no end to your family's adventure here, whether that's your travel destination or if you're visiting on the way to a cruise through Port Canaveral. You know, we talked last episode about arriving a day or two early for for your cruise just to make sure you make it and there's, there's less stress. This area makes doing that an easy decision. Taking all the area has to offer and then jump on one of the newest cruise ships in the industry. Or you can visit the area for a one-of-a-kind vacation that offers beautiful beaches and the ability to take in one of 80 estimated rocket launches on the books for 2023. This area just does not disappoint. Joining us today to talk more about Florida's Space Coast is Peter Kranis. Peter's a native of Melbourne, Florida, and the executive director of the Space Coast Office of Tourism. Peter, welcome to the show. Thank you so much. Great yeah. to be here. Thanks for coming. Yeah, we're glad to have you. So let's let's get a little uh, lay of the land here. What areas make up Florida's Space Coast? Yeah, so um, Florida's Space Coast is actually Brevard County in uh, the state of Florida. We're a 72-mile-long county that's just east of Orlando, and we're right on the Atlantic Ocean. Uh, and it runs from Titusville and the Kennedy Space Center on the far north, all the way down to Palm Bay and Sebastian Inlet on the south. Uh, and okay. it also includes Melbourne, uh, Cocoa Beach, Port Canaveral is also part of our area. And you're a native of Melbourne, correct? Yeah, I grew up in Melbourne. I went to high school and uh, and junior college here, and um, you know, spent a few years in in Orlando. Went to over to University of Central Florida uh, for uh, my undergraduate and graduate work, and then um, actually spent um, about sixteen years with Visit Orlando, which is the Convention and Visitors Bureau in that town, and uh, missed the Space Coast. I missed. Uh, you know, being over by the beach. And so I'm back and uh, loving, loving every minute of it. Awesome. Yeah. So, all right, this almost sounds like a dumb question, but what makes the Florida <laughs> Space Coast a family travel destination? 
Yeah, you know, what? what's so amazing about it is there's so many fun outdoor water and beach activities. Of course, we're right on the beach, so we've yeah. got that going for us. But we also have a world-class zoo, which uh, I'll talk about, um, Kennedy Space Center. Mm -hmm. uh, of course, we're known for rocket launches. Yeah. Uh, this yeah. is where, um, you know, uh, the American space program uh, first uh, started, and now we are back launching um you know uh american astronauts uh, from american soil into into space again um and uh, so that's amazing yeah uh, but we've got a lot of other things going on we've got a lot of uh, great museums historic homes uh, a lot of family oriented activities so uh it, it's a great place for families to come in and vacation absolutely yeah so port canaveral's right there and cruising is obviously a big part of the community and uh, we talked to, we did a cruising episode, cruising 101 last week, just try to get people to answer some of the questions first time uh, cruisers might have. One of the things that we talked about, I'm a travel agent. I always suggest if you're going on a cruise, get there a day early. So you don't yes. have to worry about, you know, trying to get there. The flight gets in, you get right to the port. Right. Uh, what are, what are some things that families that do that can enjoy in Cocoa beach and the surrounding areas? Yeah, I mean, just to piggyback on what you were saying, um, you know, people often will fly into MCO, which is Orlando, mm -hmm, um, right. and uh, mistakenly stay in Orlando the night before the cruise. And that that's really what they should be doing is they should come over, stay at the beach yeah. the night before, and then they, when they wake up, they're going to be 10 to 15 minutes away from uh, the port. And so it's right. not a rush to get to the port and get checked in and all of those things. Right. But while you're here, whether you come a day early or you decide to stay post cruise uh, for a couple of days, mm. um, there's, you know, so much to do. There's a lot of beach and water activities. There are boat tours that you can take. Um, you can do a kayak tour. You can, you can learn how to surf. Um, you know, there's just so much to do around the Cocoa Beach and Cape Canaveral area, which are all super close to the port. So, you, right. you, you know, you really don't have to move around a whole lot in terms of, you know, transferring. You just, you know, get off the ship, go to your hotel, and then you can start mm -hmm. having fun right away. Yeah. So what kind of activities are available at the Kennedy Space Center? Yeah, you know, the Kennedy Space Center is amazing. It has a visitor complex that um, over a million visitors come every year. Mm -hmm. um, there are displays like the Saturn V rocket uh, in the Apollo oh. Center. So this is the rocket that took us to the moon the first time around. Um, it also has uh, Atlantis, uh, the space shuttle Atlantis, which flew 33 missions into space. Uh, and, um, and now they have a new attraction they just opened up called gateway that has rides and many current space vehicles like like a falcon 9 rocket which mm -hmm. um spacex which is one of the big uh launch companies here uh, owned by uh, a guy people may know elon musk mm -hmm. um that uh has taken literally thousands of of um satellites into orbit um so you can see go right there and see that last year we had 57 launches from the Space Coast, and this year they're expecting to be over 80. So it's mm. very likely with a little bit of advanced planning, you can actually uh, see a launch. And the best way to do that is you can either download our launch app, which is called the Launch Console, or you can go to visitspacecoast.com, 
and you can click on the launches button on the top right of the page and there's a schedule and there's always it's always updated and um you know we always have uh new new updates of course we we call them launch attempts for a reason you know sometimes yeah. there's a scrub for weather technical things like that but the, there's always a new launch coming around the corner so the calendars really provide a, a an excellent resource for that and so i was going to ask you if the if the launches have decreased since the privatization of space exploration but it sounds like we're picking it up yeah it went the other direction it, it <laughs> so last year was the was a record year so even in the peak of apollo with all the things that they were doing back during the apollo missions yeah um we exceeded that so wow. private oh, wow. private space um you know the privatization nasa's still very involved you know there's still mm -hmm. a lot of programs that they have they have the international space station where they need mm -hmm. crew and equipment to get up there um you've got the artemis program which is going back to the moon um, you know, so, uh, there, there's still a lot of NASA, um, type projects, but then there's SpaceX and all these other com companies doing private launches, putting satellites up, uh, doing, you know, just all kinds of different programs. So, yeah, I mean, uh, it, it's been, uh, super busy, uh, from that perspective and it's just going to get busier and busier there they're expecting at some point to have hundreds of launches in a year. So oh, wow. you know, pretty much a launch a day. When and, are and, we going back to the moon? Yeah, really? So <laughs> the first step of that was to send the Artemis uh, rocket and um, actually uh, uh, circle the moon. And um, they did that. They just did that last year. Yeah. There's going to be another test later this year of that project. And they're right now their estimate is 2025. Uh, oh, wow. Is they're looking to put boots on the moon. So only a few short years away. But uh, but there's a number of steps in that process, as you can imagine. Right. It's, yeah. you know, it's, uh, it's a very complex process and uh, they want to make sure they get it right, of course. So there's going to be um, some crude launches where there'll be tests leading up to that. And those are exciting, you know, those are really exciting to see because those are yeah. big rockets. The Artemis is actually going to be when they fully load it with all of the equipment and the capsule on top, um, it's actually going to be bigger than the Apollo, which was the largest rocket we had ever launched in, in our history. So wow. th these are going to be some big rockets going up and mm -hmm. uh, it's, it's very exciting to be here when you, when you're, watching a rocket launch and it, yeah. you know, you feel the ground shake. Uh, <laughs> it, it's something to behold. Yeah. And now you can just easily look up when those are going to happen. Exactly. That's exactly. amazing. I love it. That is amazing. I could talk about space all day. Let's talk about events and festivals though. What, <laughs> sure. what events and festivals are going on at the space coast that may be of interest to traveling families? Sure. Well, you know, first of all, spring, we, we're coming in a spring time here in our, in our area. I don't know. You know, up north it's still cold and snowy, but down here we we consider February spring. So, um, but it's a great time because we have all kinds of different things going on. There's an air show in Cocoa Beach on uh, April 15th and 16th. Um, there's the Thunder on Cocoa Beach boat races, which is a P1 uh, level boat races, uh, world class boats, um, basically the Daytona 500 of, of boat racing. 
May 18th to 21st. And then there's a lot of great festivals, food festivals, uh, the famous Grant Seafood Festival is coming up. Um, mm. you know, and again, on our website, if you click on the events section, there's an events calendar and we've got it all planned out for, for you. And uh, there's really something for everyone. It's, it's a, it's a great time to, to be coming down. Yeah. So I want to ask you, your local, what are some places or activities that are those hidden gems, you know, things that people <laughs> may miss when they're coming to the area? What do they need to know? Yeah, you know, uh, I mentioned the Rivard Zoo, and it really yeah. is a hidden gem. It was named one of the top five zoos in the United States by USA Today and has everything from giraffes that you can feed to a uh, new uh, display of lions. We got They got three new lions. Um, it's mm -hmm. the only zoo where you can actually take a kayak tour past the animals. Um, <clears throat> and then during the summer, um, the Space Coast, as you go into summer, the Space Coast, as, it, as the water heats up, it's one of the few places you can actually see bioluminescence in the river where the water wow. glows at night due to the type of organism that lives in that in the water. When That's it cool. heats up and you paddle it and you put your hand in it, it, it glows. Um, and you can take a, a regular boat ride or you can actually take a kayak tour to see that. And then the other thing that, that we're known for is we're one of the largest turtle nesting populations in our hemisphere. And you can go out on a turtle walk at night and they'll take you out and you can actually watch a turtle laying their eggs uh, on yeah, our beach. Cool. So it's, it's really unique. There's a couple of really unique things that people don't always know about, but, but those are kind of some of the things that I, I always recommend to people. Cool. Well, one of the other questions that we always get about every area that we talk about, where mm -hmm. do we stay? So what are some good lodging options for families in the area? Sure, sure. Well, first of all, there's over 110 hotels on the Space Coast, and there's a lot of beachfront and beachside properties. So that's one of the questions I would always ask, you know, would ask as a family is, do you want beach access? Um, if if that's something that's important to you, then you want something that's beachfront. If uh, if you're okay with, you know, crossing a street and going, going to the beach from, from that perspective and just walking, um, Beach access is what you're looking for. And mm -hmm. I would say, you know, you have um, Cape Canaveral, which is just south of the port, and Cocoa Beach, and then Melbourne and, and the beaches along uh, Melbourne. And those are the places where you, you really want to look uh, to stay. The other thing uh, that you can do if you, you know, you, obviously you could plan with your local travel agent, but we have on our website, we have a hotel search and you can also look on there. Um, and then the, the other thing that I'll say is, and it's become very popular with Airbnb and VRBO, is we have thousands of vacation rental properties, everything from condos, beachfront condos, to single family homes that you can rent. So mm -hmm. I would just, you know, that there I would check with your favorite rent, vacation rental app mm -hmm. for those, because there's, you know, a couple that are really, um, really good. And I know people have their favorites. So you could check those out, but we're we're really over the last three or four years, we've really, really seen a huge growth in the number of vacation rental properties. So that's a that's a neat way to go if you got a, a big family. Nice. Yeah, one of the things we talked about last week too was a lot of the area hotels there will offer a package where you, they'll pick you up at the airport, you can stay, mm -hmm. go on your cruise, and then they take you back to the airport, and that includes our. Uh, sponsor for this episode, Beachside Hotel and, and uh, Suites there. 
they'll pick you up at the hotel because you know the the Orlando airport is what about forty five minutes away. Yeah, it's a, literally like 40, 45 minutes away, right down the, the what we call the beach line. So it's yeah, very very easy to get get here from there. So they'll get they'll pick you up, let you stay the night before your cruise, get on the cruise, and they'll take you back to the airport. Or if you drive in, you can leave your car there. So that's that's right. a neat thing too for a lot of the local hotels. Yeah, yeah that's a great property. They got a little lazy river and a nice little. They had um, me at lazy river. <laughs> <laughs> yep. Yeah, it's a nice property. Yeah, there's a there's a few like that, and and um, you know, uh, one of the things like I said, you know, one of the nice things is you get off your cruise ship. If you're not ready to go back home, you know, you want to just chill out at the beach for a couple of days. Uh, there's a, that's a great opportunity to do that here. For sure. All right. So we want to talk about the Space Coast food scene. Yeah. Um, I'm assuming the f- seafood is really good <laughs> in that area. But, you know, what are those restaurants that families just don't want to miss? Yeah, well, you know, first of all, uh, yeah, just talking about seafood, um, you know, I'm a big seafood fan. I grew up yep. here. Uh, I love, no, there's nothing like sitting beachside or by the river and having a fish taco and, you know, a cold beverage. I mean, it just, yeah. uh, there's nothing like like that here in the Space Coast. And, and I think that's that's an element that, you know, bringing your family, you know, you want to be able to have the, that family experience. That, that's a, that's a huge element. But one of the things that's, that's really changed about the space coast the last couple of years is it's really become a, a, a hot dining scene. There's all kinds of cuisine, um, you know, French rest, really nice French restaurants, Cajun barbecue, steakhouses, you know, a lot of mom and pop. So you don't have to do the chain thing. I mean, a lot yeah. of people, you know, they go to, they do their, I'm not going to name names, but they'll go to their <laughs> go-to place. You know, it's the same restaurant in your own neighborhood. So you figure, you feel comfortable. You don't have to do that here. There's a lot of, you know, privately owned restaurants that, you know, you go to like downtown Cocoa Beach or downtown Melbourne and you, you know, you, you have all these great options. Mm-hmm. Um, in Titusville, there's a famous restaurant called Dixie Crossroads. It's known for Florida rock shrimp. You've never had Florida rock shrimp. It's like a mini lobster. Uh, you know, they serve it all with the drawn butter and all of that. Um, you know, there's James Beard Award winners. It really any kind of cuisine you can think of. So, you know, again, I, our website, we've got a search tool that you can look for any kind of food you're, you're interested in. Um, and then the, the kind of the, the secret uh, sauce, I like to say at the end, is if you have a sweet tooth, we have what we call the Space Coast Ice Cream Tour. And Ooh. it's basically a map from, again, 72 miles long county from the north all the way to the south. You can you can follow this map and you can find all kinds of great places with uh, with fantastic ice cream dishes. And, you, you know, if you want to try several of them and check them off your, your list, you can do that, too. So it's a, it's a lot of fun. I'm sold. Yep. <laughs> <laughs> well, finally, let's put you on the spot. When you have family and friends that are visiting the area, where do you like to take them? Yeah, you know, that's a great question. I, I have to tell you, this isn't really interesting. Um, most ports are very industrial in nature. If you've ever been to like uh, Fort Lauderdale, Miami, you know, they're very, they've got a lot of um, uh, big ships, but they also have 
you know, a lot of industrial kind of, of cargo areas. Right. Fort Canaveral actually has a great little restaurant area. And I like to bring people there because you can sit at one of a half a dozen restaurants and watch the cruise ships go out the channel. And it's really cool. It's a, it's a, it's a neat experience. The other, the other thing I like to do is there's a, a number of restaurants right on, like I said, either on the beach or on the river. And there's just nothing like sitting on the, on the, to me, sitting on water, eating fish, you know, <laughs> eating a seafood taco or a, yeah. or a shrimp or, you know, having something cold to drink. I don't know. There's just something about that. So I like to take, when I, when I have friends or family coming to town, that's, it's usually one of those things that I'm doing. Awesome. Yeah. Seafood does. I mean, seafood tastes great anywhere, but it tastes better when there's a body of water close. Right. For it just sure. feels, it just feels like the right thing to do. Exactly. It does. <laughs> <laughs> well, for more information on visiting Florida space coast, consult your travel advisor and go to visit spacecoast.com. Peter, thank you so much for being on the show with yeah, us. Thank you. Thank you guys. My pleasure. Hey everyone. If you're ready to plan your next family vacation, call my dad. He would love to help you as a certified travel agent. He never charges a fee to help you plan your vacation. Email him at rjones at starstufftravel.com. Get started planning your vacation today. Well, that is it for this week's show. Join us next week as we take a look at Wisconsin Dales, the water park capital of the world. Till next time. Thank you for listening to the Family Vacationer. Make sure and subscribe to hear more of Rob and Danny.